Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. My name is Elisa Keaton. We're going to rev the word. Today, are you ready? Just means we're going to move our bodies. You're going to heat up a little bit and you're going to feel different after this workout. You know why? Because God has created our bodies to do this cool chemical dance hormone dance when we move our bodies. You guys, movement in itself is an, is an act of, whole, of soul wholeness and healing. That's why joy comes upon you when you dance. You, sometimes you have to get your body to do the physical thing first. It's like telling your flesh where to go and then your spirit can take the lead. And that's what's gonna happen here today. There will be no intervals today. I don't know, but <laughs> you never know. Uh, but the, the whole tempo and feel behind this workout today is really just move and don't stress. You're gonna get your body. Now, here's the thing. Exercise is stress. You are stressing the body in a really beautiful, focused, holistic way. And I want you to do that because you are gonna move your body. Um, but don't worry about lactic acid overflow or things like that today. There might be moments that you just, that you may feel like, I'm just gonna pick it up here a little bit. But the whole point of this is not to do intervals, okay? And again, unless you really feel like it, don't let me boss you around. Let the Holy Spirit boss you around, please. All right, if you haven't followed us or done our free seven-day detox, please go do that. It's totally free, and it will lay the groundwork more for what we do here. Even if you've been doing these podcasts for a long time and you haven't done the detox, you would be you would really, really be blessed by it, I promise you. It will help lay a, a solid foundation for what we do each week here. And thank you to all our monthly partners that make this possible. <laughs> truly, 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 me and... A staff, we have about 19 employees at this point to make this global thing happen. We go far beyond a podcast, so that's why head over to revelationwellness.org and connect with us further. We have events going all the time. Uh, you are invited to hike the Grand Canyon with me, Rim to Him. It is all about going and to meet with your maker inside one of the greatest seven wonders of the world with myself and my team of people who. You know, it's just not about the food or the fitness to us. It's about more than that. We talk about that. It's a great bucket list goal for sure, or a once in a lifetime adventure, I would say. In the Grand Canyon, you will go and across the Grand Canyon and we train you for six months. So it's a, a great way. I would not encourage it for anyone who's getting off the couch, but if you've been moving your body for a while, check it out. You guys, here's our review of the week. It's from Mallory V. It's called The Missing Piece. She says, I've never left a review for a podcast, but have been to have been so powerfully impacted by not only the podcast by Revelation Wellness as a whole that I had to share. I'm sorry, you guys, I really need my glasses. I have been so powerfully impacted by not only the podcast, but Revelation Wellness as a whole that I had to share. I have a long history of disordered eating and exercise and have now been in recovery for 10 years. By the grace of God, I have been able to use the struggles for His glory and now work with eating disorder patients as a therapist and lead group fitness classes at our local YMCA. Amen. Exercise has been one of the most difficult pieces for my clients and admittedly for me as well. 
I, uh, to find balance. Revving the word has truly been the missing piece for me in finding a balanced approach to exercise and I have recommended it to all of my clients. All my gratitude. All right, Mallory, thank you so much. That, those stories, remember the very thing, when you turn your misery into your ministry, you are living the fullness of, of your story. It, you're not saying, you're not stopping at a chapter or putting the chapter away and putting it over there. It's all connected. Now, I'm not saying everyone is doing their story, but are you connected to it? And I think when you're really connected to it, you are able to, you are truly an overcomer and you're connected to your mind, your body, your soul, and your strength, the, the heart, mind, soul, strength, the thing that Jesus says, love me with all of that. Don't put it in a little box and hide it away. Bring it all together. And that is what we're gonna do here today. So thank you, Mallory. Email info at revelationwellness.org, Mallory. And we will be sending you a Love Greater Than Fear package. And now you guys, are invited to do the same. Leave a review. Look at your phone right now. There's a little magnifying glass probably on the page somewhere that you are on the podcast. All you got to do is search Revelation Wellness. The, the icon will come up. You hit that icon. It'll scroll down and say, leave a review. It's really simple. Um, I love it. Mallory, welcome to the world of podcasts and leaving reviews. It really is a kind thing to do if you're being fed and encouraged by any podcast out there but thank you for doing it here. Okay, moving your body right now. It is starting to cool down here in Arizona, so I have a sweatshirt on right now, but now I'm gonna take it off because I've, um, I've been moving my legs for four or five minutes. So, all right, are we ready? Let's get the other playlist going in three, two, one, play. Okay. Fun little workout today, you guys. Um, I'm gonna be, I just felt really um, compelled to hang on one concept today. We're gonna visit a lot of different scripture around this teaching, this word from God. And it's also something so mm, common. We use it around here a lot. We say it around here a lot. So it's gonna, if you're someone who has looked in the mirror, and seeing nothing but mm, dissatisfaction staring back at you. You never feel like you're enough or you feel like you're too much. Come on, well get on in here. We're gonna get free today. You know, I'm coming out of a season just, and I'm declaring it, I'm coming out of a season of just wilderness, heaviness is dark. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, <clears throat> that whole valley place, and you know what happens in there? You find out what you're really made of. You really do. You find out what a lot of people are made of. Anyone else going through with you? It's like the worst comes out. Just at the time when you think, come on, even a faithful person that's trying to think positively, stay within an optimistic lifestyle because your brain works best. That is scientifically proven. Your brain works best. You have the most creative ideas, solve problems, reason well, have healthy relationship. When you think optimistically, 
You can open doors that all the world shuts. But, <laughs> there's the big buds. <laughs> Remember, God is more interested in shaping the character of your heart than changing our circumstances. Oh, always rough. So Lord, you are welcome here. You're welcome into our heart. You're welcome into our soul. You're welcome into our mind. And we welcome you into our strength. All of it, God. Connect us back to ourselves and fully latch our hearts onto yours. Lock and key, God. Get us so close to your heart. Lord, I pray these words today would help us to know who you are more. Then we'll know who we are. Let us focus on you, God. We're gonna get off the seat of worry about ourselves and sit in the throne of praise. Authority, rule, power, and identity, they all come from you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Right now on a scale of one to 10, one being laying down in bed, eyes open, staring at the ceiling, 10, we won't be doing today. Be a five, be a six. If you're a four, okay. Relax your shoulders. Engage your navel. Spine, draw your spine towards your navel. Instead of navel to spine, because what that does is often cause an arch in the back, think about bringing your spine towards your navel. So I've been studying the book of Samuel. And if you ever wonder how to study the Bible, where do you start? <laughs> Just start a book. <laughs> start a book, get a good study Bible. Start somewhere, don't worry about... Listen, if you do three sentences a day and you let it go deep, that I believe is gonna do more good than just trying to surface skim. But, and then what I do every morning, I go deep. Continue through a book, it's a good study Bible. I don't put any expectations of, I'm gonna do a chapter this week today, or I just read until, with the intention of finding a treasure. What you look for, you find. My, my intention is I'm gonna find something great here. And I read until I find it. Sometimes it's in the first sentence. Sometimes it's in the third, fourth. Sometimes it's two chapters later. Sometimes I don't have these big epiphany stops, but I always make note of something that I read. Right? Just act in obedience that this matters to me today. So this is from 1 Samuel 16. The story of Saul being anointed king. I'm going to do a whole teaching on that. My goodness. Saul. 
And then we know that Saul, you know, Saul did not know who he was. That is the big takeaway. Saul didn't know who he was. He got his, he got a blessing before his character was ready for it. And we can blame God and say, well, God should never give it to him. Well, we know in scripture says that God creates vessels, some for common purpose, some for noble purposes. So just do it right now and choose, God, I choose noble purposes. Come on, just raise your hand and say, so what that means, when you raise your hand to that, it means, God, I know I'm gonna pray, we're gonna have a relationship, but I'm gonna trust you not to give me anything my character's not ready for. Breathe, relax your shoulders, relax your hands. Notice where you're tense. So Saul just, he wasn't ready for it. And listen, we even see places where God is having mercy on Saul over and over again, but Saul wasn't ready for it. Remember, God will use the story of people for a setup for Christ, our need for Christ. All right, so I'm gonna do a thing on Saul, but today, we get to chapter 1st Kings 16, where a new king is anointed. God comes to Samuel, who's grieving. Grieving, that's a whole nother thing. He says, uh, Samuel, this is the priest of the people. How long are you gonna grieve? Go, fill your horn with oil. Go, I love that do a whole teaching on that. Come on. And so Samuel goes to the home of Jesse, where God told him to go. He will find him there. And Jesse calls all his big strapping sons in one by one to parade by Samuel, knowing someone here is going to be chosen for noble purposes. My son, my son. One by one, he peels them off in front of Samuel. Nope, nope, nope. Verse six. When they came, the, they being the sons, he looked on Eliab. Samuel looks at Eliab and thinks to himself, surely the Lord's anointed is before him. But the Lord said to Samuel, do not look on his appearance or on the height of his stature because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance. The Lord, everyone say, but the Lord. But the Lord looks on the heart. Keep your pace going. Just say that over and over. But the Lord looks on the heart. Keep moving. I'm gonna take my sweatshirt. <laughs> I need to take a layer off.
Okay. But the Lord looks on the heart. You guys, this is why it's so... Man, let us remember this today. Lord, I pray this word stays with us. When we get swept away, when we get wind whipped, when we get knocked over, something in this world knocks us down because this world belongs to the prince of darkness. Everything that you can touch, taste, see, anything that would feed your pleasure, anything that would comfort your, fr your flesh. You know what, let me just restate. It belongs to God, all belongs to Him. He's the authority and the ownership of all of it, all of it. Over all the darkness, He's light. But they can be so easily used. Everything is on loan to Satan. He owns nothing. He owns nothing. He's poor as poor can be. Mostly in his character. He doesn't know who he is. He gave it up for power, for influence, pride. Pride will make you poor every time. And we find out that's what happened to Saul. It robbed him of kingship. Come on. So Satan uses everything in this world. The Lord says, okay, you, you get to use it because you somehow want to prove or you think that you have ownership over my children. You think, and Satan does. The enemy of our hearts, the enemy of all that is good, all that is true, all that is just, all that is right. He wants it. And God says, fine. And I love it, even Isaiah 54 says that He, God, creates the coalsmith who fans the weapon, who makes the weapons. But don't worry about it, because no weapon formed against you will prevail. <laughs> God's love. <laughs> this song is called Crazy Love. Listen, just settle into that. I get in trouble when I want to figure out God. When my heart hurts, I want an answer. I want a solution, quick. Instead of me thinking, wait a minute here, something's happening in my heart. <laughs> I'm, I'm not as faithful as a woman as I thought I was. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Lead me into truth. Because my heart deceives me. My eyes are leading me. And my heart's deceiving me. Come, God. Let me set my eyes on you. So. For the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks on outward appearance. But the Lord looks on the heart. What's going on in the heart? You guys, this is it for, this is nucleus. I, I talk a lot about the mind. Yes, because your mind says as you wish. The mind makes meaning. If all you think about is the hurt, the pain, and you don't let it get into your heart, you don't access your heart, you don't open the door of pain and let the king of kings come in. Your mind, 
is going to have one of the greatest strongholds keeping a division between you and God. You and love, you and joy, you and peace. So when bad things happen, when painful things come, when the valley of the shadow of death casts a shadow on me, it's go time. My heart's being shaped. Get in the Word. Get deep into the Word. Nice and steady heart rate. I want you to be somewhere, potentially where you need to, you'd rather keep your mouth open to breathe. You could close it to breathe, but that would mean you still have some sense of um, reserve. I want you to need your mouth open to, it's more comfortable to breathe through your nose and your mouth together. You can close your mouth and take a breath through the nose, but it feels more comfortable to mouth breathe. Now, here's the thing. The rest of the day, I want you to nostril breathe. I want you to shut your mouth and breathe through your nose, especially when someone's trying to rip you off in the heart. Someone stabs you in the heart. You stab someone in the heart. You do what you didn't want to do and out of your heart flows something, something yucky. Don't let pride steal the opportunity for God to make something, to make your heart whole. He's connecting your pain <laughs> to His sovereignty, to His purposes. He wants to open the door it says, no weapon formed against you will prevail. Your pain does not mean someone else is prevailing. Just open it up. Listen to confession. I just got done a season of caring for my mom before she went home to Jesus. And here's the thing. You know, I did some Instagram posting to sharing it because I want to be, my life is my testimony. My life is the Word of God. I don't share for, I don't know, emotionals, like pity, try and get shock value out of anyone. No way. I share because it's real, yo. I'm sick of just what's comfy and what's pleasing to my eyes. And to this day, one of the most popular, po I think it's the most liked post in the history of my account, my social accounts, is one where my son is kneeling into my mom's lap, just crying, pouring himself into my mom's lap. Because he loved his Nana, he loves his Nana. And everyone knew the end was getting closer and closer. Yes, we prayed for miracles. And I'll never stop. I won't create treason. I will not commit treason on my God. If I've read it in the scripture, it's still true to me.
<laughs> I know some people say it's just not, I don't care. I'd rather get to heaven and have my heavenly father say, man, you believed every single word like a child. Yeah, I did. So if you want to call me a fool, <laughs> it's for Christ's sake. It's worth it to me. So as my son is pouring himself, it's just a picture of, you also see a picture of like Jesus at Gethsemane kneeling, saying, Father, if you could take this cup, take it. So I shared that season with you guys. And let me tell you here, what is easy for you all to do is hallmark that. Listen, I love a good Hallmark movie, but be careful because there's a lot of emotional porn out there, everyone. Come on. If all you're doing is putting pressing play on another Netflix to make you feel good, to make you escape, it's hurting, it's not healing. You gotta enter the pain to come out free, you just do. And you're doing it right now. You do this every week with me in some form or fashion. You're brave, you are very courageous, very. So, God's always looking at our hearts. He's more interested in my heart than changing my circumstances. Keep going. And I know in our minds, because I do this too. My brain's meant to conserve energy. The easiest conclusion for me to come to when someone is caring for their sick or dying person or hurting person is to assume, oh, that's beautiful. Hell, what a, what, a, what a perfect thing, because our hearts are made for that. Our hearts are made, yes, I love people, yes. I go for, far and long for people. But the truth, you guys, there were some days, especially as the valley got deeper and darker, that, oh, some ugly things coming out of my heart. <laughs> oh. Childhood wounds, hello. <laughs> I thought you've been dealt with. <laughs> Turns out, oh, there's some work that the Lord wanted to do. What a gift. <laughs> Without my mom's life as a sacrifice and my desire to look for and find something of a treasure in it all, I found it, and it was underneath a pile of crap, a pile of dung, dirt. I got all dirty inside of that place, but I found a treasure. Underneath it all was a heart needing to be loved, a heart that needed rest, 
a heart that needed identity, a heart that needed courage, a heart that needed kindness, a heart that needed patience, a heart saying, feed me, feed me. Second Chronicles 16, 9. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to give strong support. Everyone say that, strong support. To give strong support to those whose hearts are blameless toward him. <laughs> blameless means complete, whole, full, full of peace. It means keeping covenant peace. It's a heart that says, I'm choosing you, God. I'm choosing you. And the more we press into him, the more he presses out of us the impurities of our heart. <laughs> this is why there's no better time to press into him than when it is hard, heavy, dark, dirty. Press in and he will push out of you the impurities because if you draw near to him he'll draw near to you and he is holy be holy therefore because I am holy I am whole I am complete and the closer you get to me God says the more I drive out the enemies of your heart <laughs> how do I get close to the Lord you got a whole word you guys you have a word at your fingertip if you can listen to these podcasts you have a phone that is smarter than the machine that put a man on the moon. Draw close. Spend some time right now repeating this. Man looks on the outward appearance. You look, I look on the outward appearance. I always tend to look at the things I can see. But the Lord looks on the heart. Get straight. Man looks at the outward. God looks at the heart. Come, Lord. Lay your eyes on our heart. Get a hold of it. Show us what you see. Show us yourself, God. Before you show us what you see, show us you, and we will rise to meet the character of your heart. What lie are we believing, God? Where's the enemy? Show us, because certainly he's here.
when we cannot love, we've forgotten who we are. We've forgotten whose we are. A person's actions, a person's actions flow from the heart. Everything I say, everything I do flows from the heart. And here's the hope of scripture. It says, for the eyes of the Lord roam to and fro throughout the whole earth to give strong support to those whose hearts are blameless toward him. Blameless meaning they want to stay in my complete joy, my complete love, my complete peace. They are honoring their wedding vows. <laughs> Listen, that's what you all did. We all did it. When we confess Jesus is Lord, Jesus paid the price. Jesus makes a way. Jesus is the truth. Jesus is life. When we say that, and you don't even have to say it that far, the minute, because I think we have a lot of people who have confessed with their mouth, they say they are, but their hearts are far from God. There's no getting around this wedding vow. There's no getting around it. God didn't leave us. We leave God. So that wedding vow, <laughs> that's why there is nothing more beautiful. There is no greater miracle than when someone surrenders their life to the marriage of the Lamb. No, but nothing. So. God, forgive us. Give us eyes again for the gift of salvation. Let us be disciples who want to make disciples of the nations. <laughs> Let us be ministers of marriage. We stand against everything the enemy has tried to destroy or kill or steal. Through generations of wickedness, lewdness, licentiousness, selfishness but God right now we believe you say ask me anything in my name and I will do it so in Jesus mighty name we ask for revival we ask for the wedding feast in us on us help us Lord bring back the celebration the healing let the wine flow, the oil of gladness, God, will fill our horns right now. But here's our hearts, God. Take it. Keep it. Tend to it. Lord, I feel like I have to say this, you guys. You got a hunger for more of him. And you have to fight for it. Put some limits on your phone. Open your word. Even write it down. Put it on a post-it note. Stick it in your car. Everywhere you go, repeat it, meditate on it. Move into it. Move it. Every day, the word of God is heavy. I just had this picture. The word of God is heavy. It's concrete. And all he wants us to do every day the Word of God is like a heavy rock. We just have to tumble the rock every day. Tumble the rock. Push on it. Every time you push it, it turns and the edges polish, they fall off. 
And by the end, you keep turning that rock. You keep turning it, turning it, turning it. They turn into jewels. Because from the earth, from the earth springs forth the kingdom. Come on, God, we're rising up. Take the common things, like a rock, a heavy thing, turn it in the presence of God, and it will turn into something of kingdom value, worth. Get it. Get straight. Come on. Turn it. God sees the heart. Stay married. Stay in covenant. God's looking for those who are saying, I choose you, I choose you, I choose you. Use some muscles you haven't been using. Use the one in your cheeks. Lift the corners of your mouth. Tell your flesh where to go. Tell your mind to sink into your heart. Tell your mind, we're gonna renew ourselves. We're gonna take our pain, this darkness. And we're going to get, let God transform it from ashes into beauty, from depression into joy, from hopelessness into faith. Good. You got a couple more songs together. You guys, it always, hear me, if you hear nothing about this podcast but this, it all is about the heart. God is, God is searching your heart. He's searching the heart. He's looking for those who are willing to be transformed into Christ-likeness. That's why it should be with, it should be out of our own reach. It should be something we cannot do on our own. This whole life of faith requires faith. <laughs> and to whom much is given, much is required. So this is what happens with the Lord. And we, we know this in the, the parable of the talents. You take your little, your little bit of faith, you take it and you press it. And you squeeze into it. You take that seed to the point of death. <laughs> and God multiplies. And now you got a bigger seed. You got more seeds. And you squish and you squeeze those seeds and more comes out. You guys, and every time, I'm just as guilty, the pressing, the squeezing where you go, this hurts. <laughs> it's a gift. It's a gift. This is why you always hear people go through the valley of the shadow of death and they come out closer to God. They walk through the wilderness and they'll say this, I don't want to ever go back to that season, but I wouldn't trade it for the world. Come on, let's stop trading in things for the world. 
Let's stop giving power to what we can see. Stop, in Jesus' name, stop. God, bring us a revival. Wash our eyes, wash our ears, Lord. Help us to be in the world. Help us to be lovers of people in this world. Help us to see it as a gift, God. As you do, give us your heart. <laughs> give us your heart, God, and we will give back to you the gifts, <laughs> the treasures we find. And you guys, that's the whole dance of intimacy with God. It's like you're giving him stuff and then he's giving you more stuff and you're like, no, it's like the endless, you know when, you know, I've received a lot of thank you or condolence cards, people doing, saying kind things to me. And I always have this response in my heart of like, well, I want to thank them for thanking or thinking of me, you know? And then it goes back and forth. And then you're like, well, I really should just receive the gift. But with the Lord, he's always like, yeah, you keep saying thank you. And he goes, no, thank you. And then you go, no, thank you. Back and forth all day long, all day long. <laughs> that is the head scratching, mind blowing, conundrum working work of faith. Psalm 51:10, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit in me. That's I heard the Lord say, write them, write, write them, write yourself, write yourself upright. Give us your heart, God, creating us a clean heart. Clean meaning physically pure, morally, ethically pure. Pure. That you have no shame. You have no shame. Rid yourself of shame. Your shame will be the first thing the enemy uses. It's low-hanging fruit to him. Shame and fear. Shame and fear. Right? Shame and fear. Basically, it's the one... Really, I believe at the end of it all, we all feel shame. We feel bad. So anger and fear become some type of action item we can do. Because shame is shame. Shame is sad. Shame is... I feel bad. I feel it's the lowest, lowest wattage of energy, shame. It's heavy and powerful. That's why God's word is the only that can break off the chains of shame. Right? Chains are heavy. But God's word is like an anvil. A hot iron anvil just slams and breaks the chain. And anger and fear, I feel like something we can do. At least I'm having fear. <laughs> At least I have an emotional response to this shame. But it's not from God. Proverbs 4.23 Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flows the springs of life. You guys, don't give it away to other gods or, or other acts of service. Not even, God says, I desire obedience over sacrifice. Don't give me your gifts. Don't do your acts. Don't put on an act. Give me your heart. And when we give him our heart obedience, listen, I'm finding out new things about myself and obedience right now because love keeps calling me higher. 
And I have a laundry list of reasons why I shouldn't have to obey. And here, Lord's a gentleman. Listen, I'm gonna still be saved. I'm still gonna have salvation. He's not gonna steal that from me. But I won't have satisfaction of soul. His obedience always brings spiritual blessing, healing. That's, that's faith. You gotta put your foot in the rushing water before it dries up. Noah had to build an ark and be called crazy before he needed it. And he saves mankind. Mark 7, 21 to 23, from, from within, out of the heart of man comes evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, uncleanliness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, <laughs> foolishness. All these evil things come from within and they defile a person. God, this is why God's very, 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 very interested in your heart. Friends, feel again, dream again, <sighs> come alive. Everyone put your hand on your heart and put your other hand open, palm up. God, come, <laughs> come and make our hearts alive again. Bring it back on fire that we would feel and have faith. <laughs> Thank you, God, for the gift of faith. We love you, we love you, we love you. Heart, listen up. We love God. <laughs> Let's get there. We're going that way. Spirit, Holy Spirit, do it. In Jesus' name, amen.
just. Uh...